what's going on, people? It's Raps on TV here to talk the best things in boxing as per usual. Uh, busy weekend, uh, mainly because we've got the heavyweight class featuring Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz uh, taking place this Saturday down in Las Vegas. But we also got on Friday the MTK show, which is the Golden Contract, now being shown on Sky Sports, um, and it is being headlined, I guess you could say, by O'Hara Davis. Um, the draw's been made, and we're looking forward to getting into that later on today. Um, but I guess from an agenda, uh, we've talked on the two topics, Wilder Ortiz rematch, uh, MTK. Uh, also a bit of news coming out from the States last week about the PBC belts, uh, referring to an interview with Billy Wagner and Chris Mannix for Sports Illustrated. And then we also got confirmation that AJ versus Ruiz, the rematch, will be sold for twenty four ninety five. I believe for standard digital and twenty nine ninety five for HD uh, for subscribers on Sky Sports. So that's the pay per view news going on around that. But guess there's no better place to start really than the heavyweight clash um, that is taking place this weekend. Um, a lot of people have, I guess, commented and said they're not too keen on this fight. They don't see a reason why these guys should be fighting again. Um, I mean, I guess you could argue, yeah, you know, Wilder got the knockout, but was it a conclusive performance? Um, I think the key thing I think we're always going to have to kind of remember with Wilder is we will never see a conclusive performance outside of uh, first round knockout or anything, you know, early rounds, early doors. So for Wilder, um, I do understand why he felt he wanted to go back. Um, There's definitely this whole concept around uh, the... Uh, seventh round and the doctor stopping it and how hurt he was and yada 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 but I think you also got to remember that he put Ortiz down in the fifth round and Ortiz was saved by the bell because once the count was over the round finished so I think you know there's definitely justifications for Wilder in terms of maybe he wasn't confident also he wasn't happy with his performance for those of you that listened to the interview he spoke um, about the fact that he was suffering from the flu leading up to the fight um, coughing out mucus in the ring walk so again you would understand that he wasn't 100% so maybe he wants to test himself against an elite fighter when he is 100% um, I think a lot of people are going to be saying well you know Ortiz doesn't stand a chance are they right? Let's get into the essentials and maybe start to break that down in, in, in better detail. So going into this fight um, we have Deontay Wilder who is now 41-0 and 0. Uh, with one draw against the infamous Tyson Fury. Um, and we have Luis Ortiz, who is 31-1, and one, with that loss coming against his now opponent, Deontay Wilder. Uh, both guys have a high knockout ratio. You're talking about Deontay Wilder with 95, and Ortiz is coming in at, what, 76. So, you know, you could argue that, you know, these are two of the biggest, not the biggest, but two big punches within the heavyweight division so far, maybe top five. Um, I guess both of them, what would be interesting is that everyone would be discrediting their resume or CV, if you like. But, yeah, if we're looking at the essentials, um, we're talking about Ortiz, who is definitely the older fighter, um, the shorter fighter, and, you know, there's no hiding from the fact that probably, from a health perspective, the fighter with more health issues. Um, the first fight was obviously called off, um, before it, they actually had that took place, they, it was it was postponed because of Ortiz's failure with the drugs test. That was later to be found to, to be linked to blood pressure t- tablets or medic- medication. But I think ultimately, if you're going in 
fighting at the elite level and you're taking blood pressure tablets, I think it's safe to say your health isn't probably at where, where it needs to be. So definitely for Ortiz, um, you know, there are things going against him, but I think the strongest thing that goes in his favour is his skill set. Um, and I'll take you back to the first fight. Um, Wilder really struggled to uh, find rhythm, uh, build up the jab, and he really struggled to, If I know we see it quite often, but you know, he really struggled to ward um, Ortiz, you know, uh, um, give something, give Ortiz something to think about. You know, Ortiz was coming forward, applying pressure, cutting down the distance, blowing out the jab. Um, I think, I would argue that I think, you know, he took away Wilder's jab. I know Wilder did throw a few and landed with a few, but I think if you look at his other fights, I think Wilder's been able to establish and be more confident with the jab earlier on. I don't think that happened in the first fight. So I think Ortiz, from a skill set perspective, is definitely, definitely somebody that um, will cause Wilder problems. Um, and I don't see, you know, this being any different. You know, I think he will cause Wilder problems throughout the fight. Um, I think the other thing to mention as well, um, you know, we're talking about, and, and it's, I guess it's documented, um, we've seen Luis Ortiz in the camp. Um, I think from a perspective of who he's got bringing into his team to help, you know, help him win, um, he's brought in Larry Wade. So for those of you that may not be familiar with him, Larry Wade uh, works with Sean Porter. So he was recently in the camp with Sean Porter for his um, Evel Spence fight. And he recently work with KSI going into the KSI Logan fight. If you were to draw any similarities, clearly one's a pro, one's a pure novice, but if you were to say what are Larry Wade Larry Wade's strong sets of strength, you would definitely be saying that um his his ability to get his fighters to apply pressure um and to increase their stamina um is probably one of his key assets and I think that's definitely gonna be an interesting thing coming into play for this fight. Um so that's one area you would say, yeah uh, it's an area that Ortiz would be hoping that, you know, he's fitter. Um, and where he saw success in the first fight, you know, his stamina will allow him to maybe sustain uh, the pressure. Because, look, I don't think anyone can watch that fight and say there were many rounds that Wilder outboxed Ortiz. There were none. There were just the rounds where he knocked him down. Um, and I think that's quite key when you're fighting against a skilled operator. Um, and hence why I say for Wilder, this is a dangerous fight. Um so we're going to be interesting to see with Ortiz in his camp, how he's reflected with camp. I think for Wilder, um, Wilder definitely needs to be saying to himself, you know, I need to command the jab as early as possible. Um, I need to be, you know, forceful with my jab, not bringing it back to my guard straight away, leaving it in there, you know, sitting on it, if you like, sitting in with the jab when he, when he throws it, um, creating that distance because he's going to have the longer reach so any advantage will play to his skill set. Um, you would hope he's not suffering from the flu, so you would hope that, you know, that's allowed him to work harder in training and allow him to be uh, healthier on the night. Um, so hopefully as long as he's not taking any shortcuts in this camp, um, you would argue that, yeah, he's going to be the stronger fighter. He's going to be the fitter fighter. Um, what have we seen from Wilder in his last two fights since the Ortiz win? That would make me say he's going to, outbox him at any time during this fight, nothing. You know, I think it's fair to say, and it's not a disrespect to Wilder, I just think, you know, him being able to outbox Ortiz is going to be tough. Um, I think it's either a knockout or it's a shoot or, or it's, it's a straight shootout um, between the two um, in terms of 
how this how Wilder should play this game. I think if he wants to, you know, and I will say be at range, but if he wants to try to be crafty, I think that, you know, I think that's not necessarily his strong point. So, yeah, really looking forward to seeing how he breaks that down. Um, I think from a defensive point of view, I think Wilder has to work on his defence. He got caught quite a few times against Ortiz. Um, I think Ortiz landed the biggest shot out of the two, you know, within the first four rounds. So, you know, he was definitely a bit more dominant there. Um, clearly, the seventh round. Uh, you can go to CompuBox and look at the stats there as well. So, for me, I think, yeah, we've got to say Ortiz has got a big ask, um, but he seems to have been, you know, taking the preparation to get himself in the right position uh, to potentially see victory. Um, the one thing I would say, which you would have to say is a grey area with the Larry Wade, is how long would, you know, is, is one camp going to be enough? You know, they, he's just come in with Ortiz for this camp. He hasn't been working with him for maybe a year or six months. It is really just for this fight. So, from what, uh, Ortiz's perspective, you know, how quickly will he be able to adjust um, and how quickly will we see the benefits of working with someone like a Larry Wade? Um, I think um, one thing we've got to talk about in this fight, um, and I don't know what you guys as, 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 as boxing fans are thinking about this, but I do feel that the promotion... Um, has been good, more than good. Um, I think you look at the, and I'm talking about even the small details, you know, you look at the posters, the positioning of, you know, uh, Ortiz's body and the stance that he's in, and then the Wilder in the back, behind him, um, you know, with just the, just the headshot, um, the colours, um, I think some of the sort of uh, trailers that they've made, I think I like it, the fact that, you know, he's dark, but, you know, alarming colours, red, sirens. So, yeah, that that's definitely something that I think will help play them out. I think you can see uh, Fox are definitely interested um, with PVC and, and, and the kind of portfolio and, and for assets of fighters that they have. So, yeah, I think P, uh, Fox uh, making the most of this, and that, that's good to see. As fans, we're getting a lot of behind-the-scenes content, which we can never really complain about. So we have to just, you know, uh, take our hats off when, it, when it's due and say, they are doing a good job. Um, other fights on this weekend, like I said, I'm going to focus on, um, and I think I said this maybe two weeks ago, about MTK. Um, they had the Golden Contract uh, tournament. Uh, that's now being contested at lightweight, and that is taking place this Friday down at York Hall. Um, so we've had the draw today. Um, interesting clashes. You've got O'Hara Davis going up against uh, Yogan Loon. Um, we've got um, uh, Sachi going up against uh, Tyron McKenna. Tyron McKenna. So, yeah, definitely some interesting clashes. Going to see how that plays out in terms of the full draw. Uh, and when we say the full draw, it's like what what are the fixtures going to be like? Um, you've seen O'Hara talking a lot. I don't know whether that's to bring attention or whether he's being maybe a bit arrogant. Um, I tended to think the latter because picking him up with potentially the wild card of the tournament. Um, a lot of people would say it's fair justice. So, yeah, um, and when I say fair justice, I mean a lot of people want to see him fail and let's not beat around the bush on that. So I think that's quite interesting from Sky how they've played that. But, again, I think it's going to be a good night down at York Hall. Looking forward to getting down there um, and, and just kind of chopping it up with all the boxing community. I'm sure everyone's going to be talking about Wilder versus Ortiz. But down in London, I think that's going to be decent. Um, last week, they had a, a, a card and this is MTK. They had a card up in Liverpool. Um, thought, thought the card was pretty good. Um, 
Jeff Afoy came in with a performance um, which was not supposed to happen. Um, let's be frank. Um, came in and, and applied a lot of pressure. Um, I thought he, he put in a very good performance um, against an MTK favourite fighter. Um, and I think, you know, yeah, he, he's done well. Fielding also kind of sort uh, capped off the night with a great knockout. Uh, so that's good for him to kind of like just push himself up. I mean, let's be honest, light heavy, what's he really going to do? But, you know, um, he needs to have a career, he needs to make money. And MTK are putting on these kind of cards and nights that I think, you know, Rich Fielding is probably suited for. So definitely looking forward to to speaking on that. Um, guys, want to kind of focus on um, the AJ versus Ruiz uh, pay-per-view news that came out this week. Um, I think typically a lot of people are being critical. Um, I think, and you know, I've always said this. I think, look, we're gonna pay. You're gonna if you like boxing, you're gonna pay your money twenty five pounds. You're gonna pay the money twenty nine pounds. You're gonna pay the money. So, yeah, I think maybe you might have a right to argue, but I also do feel I think you've got to look at the times. Um, even when you convert, you know, US pay per view fees into pounds sterling. We're always getting a better buck. We're always getting it for a cheaper price. So um, you've got to take that into consideration. I think we're looking at boxing as a whole in terms of a market. I think we've clearly seen that the money is in the US for a variety of reasons, but nonetheless, there's more money in the US. So Sky and essentially BT in front will all have to compete. So what's one area of doing that? Paying the customer, charging the customer more to see the product. Hey, this 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 is old school business. <laughs> so. Yeah, we've just got to accept that that is what's going to be happening moving forward. Um, 24, 29.95, take it as it comes um, and don't worry about that too much. I would say um, in terms of the fee, I probably would say that what I'm not too happy with is the actual card. Um, okay, you've got what, Hunter Povetkin. If there's rumours around Dylan White being added to that card, if he does get added to the card, we know it's not going to be a highly competitive fight. If they can make it a competitive fight, then you say, yep, yeah, it's value. But at the moment, you're looking at the card and you're kind of like, eh, yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not living up to usual Joshua cards and it's definitely not listen, 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 living up to um, the New York cards. See, I'm struggling to speak there. But yeah, so I, just, I would say definitely... Um, we just got to look at it and say, look, it's twenty nine ninety five. Not much we can do. We're going to moan, but we're going to pay. Um, or you're going to stream, but ultimately streaming is going to be um, something that will be there. But you can see that they're trying to cut down on on, on how that works. So, yeah, looking forward to to, to seeing people's thoughts on that. Uh, remember, guys, if you're listening online, leave comments whatever platform you're listening to, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, or Spreaker. Um, and obviously for the iTunes podcasters, please make sure to leave a comment <coughs> and a like and share and tell a friend to tell a friend, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, no, um, in other news, um, we had, um, again, overseas, slight breaking news with this interview from Billy Wagner, Billy Wagner. So for those that don't know, Billy Wagner is a, and I hope I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but He's an executive on Fox Sports, um, BBC on Fox. That, that's the, the kind of crust of that. Um, so he gave an interview with Chris Mannix talking about a bunch of stuff ranging from um, 
if I'm being honest, I, I actually think there was a lot more topics that people didn't speak about. But they spoke on a range of topics from Pacquiao to Wilder Joshua to Spence Jr., um, Pacquiao to the PVC belts. Um, but for those of you that didn't listen to it, um, I'll say definitely go and give it a listen. It's about 40 minutes, a 40-minute interview, good content, um, good information. Um, but to be honest, and people will say, oh, yeah, Kojo, you're PVC, though. But well, I've got to say, to be honest, I think a lot of people missed out. You know, the whole PBC belt thing for me wasn't the biggest takeaway from that interview. Because um, when I heard him speak, and you have to think, you know, who is he in relation to boxing and talking about a new framework and a new structure of awarding and appointing champions, he's not that experienced in that. So I do feel he said that maybe as bait, just to maybe maybe test the reaction. We've always known that was their plan from early days, um, but maybe it was just testing. But for me, I don't think there was enough meat within that conversation for people to now run away and say, yeah, that's definitely the direction they're going in. I definitely do not believe that. You've got to hear the interview for yourself. There was a lot of vague words. You know, there was um, possibilities, possibilities. These were the words he was using. So check out that interview. Um, but some of the biggest takeaways, which I thought were interesting, to be honest, was really it's going to be the development, and I think we should keep an eye on this, it's going to be the development of the relationship between PBC and Fox and PBC and Showtime. Um, why do I say Showtime? Maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, Espinosa came up with a comment about this too much boxing, blah, blah, blah. Um, so what are we seeing now? Um, Billy Radman has said that Fox have priority on PBC fights, not fighters. Um, and at the same time, he confirmed they have a premium position in doing so. So for me, that says, well, do Fox now have the ability to say to PBC, you know what, we want all the creme de la creme matchups that are getting made because we're paying this? I don't know, possibly. Um, is it going to be that PBC give all of the fights of certain fighters to Fox? Possibly, who knows? Um, what I do think, um, and you know, let me maybe spell that out for you, what you could see happening is you've got um, Ruiz, let's just say, for example, Andy Ruiz beats uh, Joshua in December, and then he has his first defense, and his first defense is against a Chris Oriola. That fight, because it's, let's be honest, it's a big fight, but it's not high numbers, that fight maybe goes on showtime. Then next, uh, Ruiz beats Ariola, and then they're like, yeah, we're going to make the Wilder fight. The fight ends up being on Fox. So that means Showtime are potentially always going to be taking up the crumbs, or they're essentially getting the hand-me-downs or the rejections of Fox. So I think that's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Why do I say that? Again, if you look from the structure, Showtime are owned by CBS. CBS are the biggest network in the U.S., CBS need to decide, are they going to support Showtime or Espinosa to allow them to have a bit of a stranglehold within the boxing game? And I think that's where it will really get interesting because then all the other players will have to change their strategy because CBS is, like I said, the biggest network. I think when CBS showed Thurman versus Porter, the numbers were crazy because it was free to air. Um, so I think that's a big sort of dynamic in how this whole relationship is going to play out. But again, from the interview with uh, Billy Wagner, that was a bigger takeaway for me. Um, again, I'm hearing rumours about Pacquiao potentially looking at Spence. 
in the interview, he didn't confirm anything, but he was basically more or less saying he's more confident. He, 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 the, the, he, you could tell there were conversations being had by the way he responded to Manic's answer around Pacquiao, maybe Spence. Um, and like I said, there's all kinds of rumours flying around. But again, that was a bigger takeaway for me in terms of the confidence uh, Bill, Billy Wagner spoke about. Um, and like I said, in terms of the bat, the belts, it did seem like it's more of a pot shot. I think if you look at BBC, they've said they're not supporting the WBO. Whether that's right or wrong, that's not my decision. That's their decision. But I think if you look at it on a powerful power basis, what could they do with a PBC belt realistically? How look, you think about the structure? Terence Crawford fights Errol Spence. All the belts on the line, including the PBC belts. P- Crawford wins. What happens to the PBC belt? You know, I think uh, I think people have taken with that narrative and probably run with it just a bit too quickly and uh, without really kind of. I hope they've listened to the interview number one, but number two, without really asking certain simple questions. Um, who recognises them? Where are they? Are they worldwide? So, yeah, I think that was probably more uh, a slight bit of trolling, but, yeah, I guess it worked because, you know, you look at the sort of feedback um, that a lot of people were talking about it, mostly criticising it, but a lot of people were talking about it. So it's getting their name out there, and guess what? Wild Ortiz is coming up in a few days, so it's, sometimes it's all about branding. Um, but, yeah, outside of that, we have uh, Callum Smith versus John Ryder coming up this weekend. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, I'm not massively excited for this fight. Um, no, no fault of Callum Smith's, but for me, Callum Smith is a good fighter, and we wanted to see him in an exciting fight. So we can only hope, look, it's really about 2020. There's a lot of guys on not just the matchroom, the, that actual division that need to start contesting their belts and giving the fans, you know, delivering for the fans in terms of great fights, and I think they can do that. So... John Ryder, what do we really expect from John Ryder? Let's be honest, he's going to probably give a good account for himself, um, but is he going to be able to, you know, apply pressure and cause any damage to Callum Smith? I don't think so. Callum Smith is a smart fighter, and I'll say that in terms of his ring craft. I think he's got um, great movement. He slips well, you know, head movement, uh, head movement, jab. So, for me, I think John Ryder is up against it. It's what? It's in Liverpool, so... M&S Arena, homecoming fight. It's going to be really tough for John Ryder to get anything out of that fight, but all the best to him. Um, again, that card um, is probably going to go under the radar because for Matchroom, their big focus is on the AJ Ruiz. So I think everybody's focused on, on on that, even though the card is not, not great either. So, yeah, for me, um, really looking forward to seeing um, Ryder Ortiz this weekend. Um, I think it's one of those fights that, you know, we will be talking about it next week or from Sunday onwards and being like, shit, this this this, this was a great fight. Um how it goes down, you know, we're gonna see we are definitely gonna see that. Um I can see it going when I say either way, one I could see Ortiz potentially getting an upset, but I could see I realistically see it being a wilder maybe early stoppage <coughs> or knockout um or, or, or later. Um and the reason I'm really going with Wilder, I just think the strength is going to be on his side. Um, the confidence knowing that you knocked this guy out before, the confidence knowing that you were probably you weren't at your fittest the first time you fought, and you you feel more uh, stronger. Um, the fights you've had in the past, no matter what, even though he did not beat Fury, he would have learned from that. So yeah, for me, I think 
it's not about Wilder winning because I think, I mean, of course it is. I think he will win. I think it's the style. I think he needs to show a bit more about from a skill set. He needs to be a bit more commanding with a jab. He needs to, you know, be firm. You know, when he's in his stance and, and, and he's throwing the jab, he doesn't need to look so wobbly. Um, you look at Ortiz, he's, he's, he's got a strong stance when he throws his, his jab, okay, he's a southpaw. Well, when he throws it, you know, you very rarely see him off balance. Very rarely even see him being wobbled or buzzed outside of this uh, of the first Wilder fight. So, for me, Ortiz is going to look good in this fight, and that's Wilder's problem. He can't allow Ortiz to look good. I think he needs to dominate um, and then get more respect from the majority of boxing fans because we will, like with the Fury fight, there's a good chance we're going to watch it, and we're just like, yeah, Wilder's not looking good, but he's about to get the knockout or the knockout comes. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. So, guys, listen, going to open up the calls. The lines, um, we've got 985, Mr. Appiah, resident. How you doing, sir? What's going on? How you doing, Kojo? Yeah, we're doing good, doing good. Yourself? Fantastic, thank you. Good, good, good. What's on your mind? Looking forward to this weekend's fight? Of course I am. Um, well, Ortiz versus Wilder. Well, as you know, Wilder's grown on me. And I'm going to have to go for Wilder to knock him out. Yeah. He gets the job done. Early or late? I'm going to go for the seventh round. Okay, okay. Nice. Yeah. In terms of, I'm going to ask you a question about um, Ortiz. I don't know if you see it. He's looking good in terms of, like, shape. There's a lot of uh, uh, news about, you know, added Larry Wade to his team. Um, Do you think there is anything Ortiz could do to potentially get the victory? Uh, no, there's nothing he can do, Kodro. Nothing. Nothing okay. he can do. Nothing at all. Listen, he'll dominate parts of the fight. We know that. But yeah. uh, Wilder, for me, will do the job. Trust me. Um, yeah, Wilder all day. Okay. No, that's uh, interesting. And um, in terms of... Um... I just wanted to go focus on. I'm going to ask you going forward. Um, we heard the news of the AJ versus Ruiz fight being a 25 pound pay per view. What's your thoughts on that overall? Is that 25 pound? What um, in this country pounds? Yeah. Yes, exactly. 25 pounds. Yes. Uh, well, people are still going to pay for it, ain't they? It's a bit yeah. pricey, but um, people are still going to pay for it. And for the last couple of years, it's been 19.99, isn't it? So. It's, it's gone up. It's gone up mm. in price. As you know, things are expensive. So, you know what? I'm not even really going to argue with that too tough. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that one. Um, they've got to pay people in it. They've got to pay fighters. They've got to pay whoever. So, it is what it is. Either take it or leave it. Um, so, I'm, I'm all right with it. I'm cool. I'm, I'm all yeah. right. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And I agree with you. I mean, and- and it's not something to say of like, oh, we're rich, you know, we're all we're workers, we grow up, and we're not just sitting on money. But it's like you said, it's just it's just the way of the times. Like the boxing and Sky Sports need to attract, and like you said, pay the fighters. Um, so this is an opportunity. There were people saying it's an opportunity for Joshua to cash out. They think Sky Sports are quite cashing out on Joshua. You think so? I hope not. I hope not. I do think he'll lose the fight. I still do think that. I think, but um, I, I, ho- I hope he don't. I hope he don't. I hope he don't cash out. 
Um, hopefully there's still life in Anthony Joshua yet. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think he'll lose. The, I do think he'll lose the fight. Okay. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thank you. Any, anything else in your mind you want to talk about? Yeah, Callum Smith, John Ryder. Yeah. Um. Sure. Uh, yeah, Callum. Yeah, I can see Callum Smith just uh rolling over him. Um. Basically, uh, you know, John Ryder. Um. Yeah, he's got a lot of heart. He'd probably give a good account of himself, like you said. But Callum Smith just too big and just too strong. I think, Kojo. Yeah. 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 This is what I mean. I just feel like in all areas, offensively, defensively, technique, yeah. IQ. I yeah. think you've got, you know what I mean? And even, I mean, I know Gallagher, uh, Joe Gallagher doesn't get, you know, I know he gets a lot of stick, but even yeah. the relationship that Joe Gallagher and Callum Smith have, that helps a fighter, you know, because he's, you have to in your corner, you have solid. people that trust you that, and that help and that believes in you. Yep, solid, solid, yeah. solid. Their relationship seems kind of solid still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Considering um, Joe Gallagher's, uh, he's from Manchester and, uh, Callum Smith from Liverpool, they, they don't let that rivalry get in the way at all, do they? they Not just, at all. They just, yeah, they just, I think Gallagher's man to the boy, isn't he? So, yeah. But yeah, they get on with it, they do their, they do their stuff, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, definitely appreciate that, man. So listen, thanks, Dan, thanks, Dan, for coming to the supporting. Gonna move no on doubt. To the next Take it easy. Going out to 348, I think that's Mr. Young Tom. How are you doing? Sir? How you doing, coach? Yeah, not bad yourself? Yeah, I'm well, thanks. Good to, good to be back. Good, 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 good. Um, what's your thoughts, man? Busy fight this weekend? Busy yeah, fight. a lot of boxing this weekend. Um, start off with uh, Wilder Ortiz. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, hope, well, if it lives up to anything from the first fight, we're in for a, in for a treat. But I think now Wilder's kind of shown each fight he, as he's progressed. He's, he's shown a lot more uh, sound fundamentals that like he's able to, you know, set his shots up nicely. Um, I do think he needs to establish his uh, jab a lot quicker this time. I think if he's too uh, cautious early on, uh, Ortiz, despite uh, what we think about his his age, his conditioning, um, you know, the way he's he's been um, recently, I think he allows... Ortiz to get into a little bit of a rhythm. He could be a bit of a difficult opening. Uh, Ortiz mm. is able to get in close, um, kind of really tie up Wilder and just prevent him from using those long, rangy uh, levers that he's got. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. But I do think Wilder, once he's got a bit of momentum, once he's caught uh, Ortiz, he will get him out of there. But I can see him getting rid of Ortiz about sixth or seventh round. I don't think it's going to be a blowout like we saw with Stavern. I do respect uh, Ortiz's durability. I think he, he will hold out, but it's only a matter of time before Wilder gets to him. He's obviously got his number from the first fight. I think Ortiz threw the kitchen sink at him, and Wilder kind of just shrugged it off, came forward, and, and forced a stoppage two rounds later. So, yeah, it'll be. I think it'll be a knockout for Wilder. Uh, I'm expecting it to be late. Yeah. And um, one of the things you just... I, I know we're going to touch on the other fight, but I just want to ask you, though, um, you did mention Ortiz's age, and we know that's a heavy factor in that. So, I mean, yeah. do you think there's any, and not, not positive, but obviously the year older, no matter what AG is, do you think that's going to be a huge hindrance to him or do you think the training that he's now employed can can be a benefit? I don't think it's a hindrance. I think he, with his experience, he's able to, 
he he'll be able to like hold it hold his own. Um, I think he physic like he's he's he seems to have peaked physically. He looks like he's in in good shape. Um, but then I suppose how do you match that unorthodox style that Wilder's got? You can have you know a good um, physique and you can look the part no matter what age you are. But I think that the age will catch up with him. And I think Wilder he's looking more athletic each time he gets in there. He's seeming to, he seems to have worked on a lot of things um, with his athleticism. But again, showing that he can box and that he can set his shots up, uh, manage that distance uh, mid to short range and, and land those big bombs. We saw that with Brazil. Brazil came in better shape than he did um, in a lot of his, his previous fights. And I think as well, you you compare that with someone like Stavern who didn't come in great shape. He came in horrendous shape. And mm. we saw the factor there where he he was he was a, he was more negative than what I think Ortiz will be. I think Ortiz knows that if he just pushes Wilder to the the new extremes, the new lengths, then who, who knows? But I think Wilder will will match him with obviously the power he's got. It's freakish. So yeah, no. And uh, the MTK Golden Contract Show is taking place this Friday. Yeah, you have to draw today. Yeah, what do you make of the draw? Yeah, good. Um, I think, obviously, we would have liked to have seen Ahara Davis and Tyra McKenna, but I think that Mikey uh, Sachi and McKenna fight is going to steal the show. I think it's, it's a good fight. Um, that, that that seems to be the one that you look at, I think, stylistically, that's going to that's gonna gel. Um, to be honest, I think, if I was to if I was to choose two fighters, I think that will will get to the final. I think, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Ahara Davis gets beaten on Saturday. I just think that the guy that he's fighting, no one really knows of him. He's, he seems that he's he's had a good amateur pedigree. He's awkward, um, but I think Sachi's a he's a good he's a bit uh, he's slept on a little bit as a as a as a fighter. Um, obviously he's he's kind of at that early stage. He's won a Savonera. Now he's looking to kick on. Um, but so so this tournament might shake shake up a few things. You know, it might not be all about the talk. It's it's about what they produce in the uh, in the ring, sir. So. Yeah, and no, I mean, and look, I do want to just kind of quote. T- go back to you on that I think um, the guy that O'Hara Davis is fighting Yogan Loon and like I'm going to give you a little bit of a conspiracy here um, yeah. no evidence but um, there's a video of O'Hara while he was warming up um, he was being very mouthy and I'll be interested to know yeah. when the draw was made was it before this where he was being mouthy or after because it just felt the kind of stuff he was saying it just felt like you know what let's give this guy the wild card and if he loses, he's going to have huge egg on his face for the amount of crap that he was talking earlier. Um, yeah, and it exactly. just feels like it's being set up like that because this guy, Yogan Loon, which you just mentioned, um, like he took all his videos off YouTube. They said he's, a good, he's had a good amateur program, been boxing from a young age. So if, yeah. you, if you ask me, you could argue it's a repeat of Josh Taylor. Probably not the right level, of course, but in terms of yeah. the ingredients, yeah, it's, 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 it sounds like an upset potentially bubbling. And I mean, we we were we were there when we when he fought uh, Vasquez, and I'm not saying that this guy that he's fighting is of the same level. Obviously, Vasquez is a former world world uh, title challenger, so or world champion. But he exactly. So I mean, I think if you if you look at the draw, no one in that. If you compare where they are at there, regardless of names and how much they've kind of been exposed over the years, I think no one really in that tournament is a standout. Like obviously, Ahara Davis has has been there. He's He's fought at probably a much higher level than the others, but I don't think there's much to separate in terms of ability. I think there's a lot of good good fighters in there. Lewis Benson's a good uh, good good name. Um, yeah, there's a few few others. Um, 
McKenna, obviously he's had a few few tough fights. Um, so yeah, I'm not really too sure uh, if I could separate any of these. Really, mm-hmm. I think Mamoun is the. I think Mamoun was the the European champion, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he's so he's got a bit of experience as well. So yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, that's well, that's the thing. That's the key thing. There's definitely a good good matchup. So I think it's going to be a good night down at York Hall as well. So yeah, yeah looking forward to be, to being in attendance and seeing how see how that how that one cracks off. Um, and then what's else? What's else in your mind, mate? Um, to be honest, uh, with Callum Smith, John Ryder, um, I'm expecting it. No disrespect to Ryder to be a fairly easy uh, defense. I think he'll dispatch of him probably early rounds. I can see it maybe a second or third round because I don't think. In, in all seriousness, he's of the level of um, Hassan Nadam. I think if you were to say John Ryder, could he beat Hassan Nadam, you'd be a little bit kind of unsure. But then again, I think Ryder's proved a lot of people wrong. He's had four wins on the bounce, carries good momentum. But, I mean, Callum Smith's a freak of nature at 175, the size of him. So Exactly. And that's, and that's the thing. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head there when you said, you know, I'm sure Ryder will give a good account for himself. You know, I'm yeah, still, definitely. I'm still a guy. No, with no disrespect is intended. But, you know, I think if we're going to talk about Callum Smith as the type of fighter that he is, he's got the Ring Magazine belt. So you don't have that Ring Magazine belt if you're not viewed as being somebody that's that's of a good height, I would I'd say elite level. Um, yeah. Callum Smith still needs to maybe prove that he should be at the elite level. But by going into the World Boxing Super Series, Taking on all comers and knocking out George Groves for me, I think, yeah, John Ryder. This is too. This is just a. Uh, this is just a, pl- a, a journey too far for you. But um, yeah, no, it should be a good night. Um, I mean, the rest of the card. I think that card again. It's not. It's not jumping out at you. I probably. I would argue the MTK card is probably a bit better as well. Um, yeah. I, I don't know your thoughts on that. Um, so just wanted to get your your quick thoughts on the news of. Um, well, the rumours of actually Dillian White potentially facing Charles Martin on the undercard of Joshua Ruiz. Okay, that's the that's the third, uh, first I've uh, heard of it, Coach. So obviously, official official sources are coming through. Exactly. <laughs> what, 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 what would you make for that? You think? Um, I mean, it's not really a fight that I'm I'm too interested in because I think Dillian White. He's if you look at his resume, does he really need to fight Charles Martin? Who I mean, got blown away by Joshua and hasn't really picked back up a, a respectable an array of opponents. You know, I think Dylan White, if he was to face someone like a Michael Hunt, I know obviously he's fighting Povetkin, but someone of that calibre, we'd expect him to. to fight. I'm probably more, I'm probably more interested to see Dylan White fight a, a Joyce or a Dubois than fight Charles Martin. Because realistically, does it do anything for his his stock? No. Is it just? I mean, is it a fight where it's just a tune up? That's probably exactly what. They're, they're trying to do. They're not going to throw him straight back in against uh, uh, Brazil. They're probably just going to give him this bit of a payday, um, a new territory to, to try and steal some limelight away from the main event. Um, but yeah, I'm not, not, too, not too intrigued by it, if I'm being in all honesty. Yeah, yeah no, I hear you on that. So um, listen, um, we're going to move on, but I appreciate the call. Um, yeah, no worries. Catching, um, your review, um, uh, or catching up next week to discuss the post-Wilder Ortiz fight. Yeah, definitely, Coach. Nice one. Appreciate the call, Thank you. Zero four one, zero four one. Hello. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing, buddy? Yes, I'm doing all good. We're all good. How are you doing? 
Yeah, not too bad. Not, in not, not too long ago, man. But I just wanted to drop in a few points about this Ortiz guy. One question. Has Ortiz ever failed a, a, um, a drug, drug test before? Uh, yeah, he has. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago? To be fair, it was, well, I mean, so he, so Ortiz and Wilder were due to fight, and then Ortiz failed a drug test, and then that's when Stiverne stepped in. Um, but then that late, that drug test was later more or less rescinded because they said it was it was med- it was linked to his medication for blood pressure. However, years ago he also failed a drug test, so he's got two on his record. Why do you ask? Man, but, um, no, no, I'm 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 just I'm just still still not too happy about the way they treated Dillian White and 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 um and and how they're taking chances away from him and, and Ortiz is, is just coming back because. Cause I've been spoken to my boys in in this in the states, man. They're all about all the squad PBO. I'm saying, what what else PBO is like? Punching bag Ortiz, man. Bomb squad is gonna come and just do the business on punching bag Ortiz. Everybody knows that he's gonna lose it. And this time around, bomb squad guys is saying that he wasn't made, put up a show. He's just gonna slice and dice this guy. We all know that it's just. Uh, get rich quick. I mean, fight up the purse sort of fight. So uh, I'm, I'm really not, not really. I mean, I, I, I th- this fight doesn't really get, get to my cuyons like, you know, like a proper fight. Or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I do think. Um, PPO baby, PPO punching back or tease. That's all he's good for, man. You know what I would say? I'm not gonna say. Overall, against Wilder, was he a punching bag? I'll say no. I'll say, yeah, he got knocked out and he got knocked down. But he gave Wilder the toughest fight Wilder's ever had on on paper, if, if you just go by the seventh round alone. So, I think yeah, yeah, yeah because, because the, the, the punching bag kept moving. It was staying... But in that case, when someone's a punching bag, they usually don't move. So, I, I get what they're saying because he's old. I get that they don't believe in the fight. But I think... So like I was saying, in the in Ortiz's camp, he's got a guy called Larry Wade. He worked with Sean Porter. He's a high he, from a, from a coaching perspective. His strengths are high intensity, pressure, and stamina, and that's a key thing in terms of stamina. Where Ortiz fell down. If you look back at that fight again, I know what you mean by punching bag, but Wilder didn't win many rounds. He only won the round that he knocked him down. Do you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is. Ortiz didn't didn't face the wild bombs in in the beginning. The Wilder didn't release those wild bombs in the beginning because he couldn't. I mean, if you again, in my opinion, this is my opinion. If you look at the fight early on, Wilder struggled to get any rhythm with the jab because of Ortiz's positioning. Don't forget, he's a southpaw, so he come he came at Ortiz from a totally sort of like close opposite position. So from that perspective. He's closer, so his his jab is closer. So Wilder just couldn't work his way in, and you could see. And he knows what to do now, and and that's the difference. Wilder is is is, is more adept now, and he knows what to do now. That's Who's going to be watching that fight? I mean, that's where it's going to be interesting because Wilder does improve by his fights, but again, I think yeah, this I, it could go either way. I think that's Are you excited about this fight? Are you excited about this fight? To be, I am. To be fair, I am. And yep. I'll tell you why. Because there's going to be a knockout. <laughs> PBO, baby. It's, there's going to be a knockout, 
and, and on top of that, I would, you know what I would put? I would say, you know, watch the fight again. It's ten rounds, but I would say you will see that Wilder struggled. So it's, it's without the knock. We know that's Wilder's. Hey, Kojo, are you telling me that Wilder is gonna be on the floor? No, well, I'm not exclusive. That. Well, the school. That I don't think that, but honestly, like. I, I'm, I'm probably less confident. You know what? In a weird way, I was very confident the first time. I said Ortiz won't do nothing. I'm actually a yep. bit less confident this time around, if I'm being honest. More conditioned. More conditioned. Who he's got in his camp and what he brings to the table, like is still a good set of skills when it comes to boxing. Um, and Man. he's not afraid. So after after your your major coup with with um getting wild on the show. You, you you could have done with um getting us um Ortiz's manager on the show, man, so we could be talking to him. Speak to his coach, um, Hermano, but to be fair, with with on the phone it's the translation. Because yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, you ask Ortiz, he asks him in Spanish, then trans, and it's like oh, not, uh, not not getting Ortiz, but 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 get, getting someone from his camp to you know yeah. front it up. It's all good, man. You guys, you guys, big up still, yeah, big up, man. I got I I I've been sharing sharing it. For for a lot of my my friends, so I'm sure that people have been been dialing in and everything because boy, just telling them that Wilder was in the show two two weeks ago that they missed out, they're gonna be dialing in, man. Big up, guys. No, thank you very much, bro. Take care. Yeah. All the best. All the best, man. So yeah, that's it for another week. Um, you heard the 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 reaction. You're hearing the the feedback. Um, punch bag or tease. That's a new one. We're gonna have to get that one trending online. Um. But, yeah, definitely, I'm looking forward to this fight, and I think, you know, we're going to see all action. Um, the card for this fight isn't great. You've got Leo Santos Cruz versus Flores. I think that's going to be interesting while it lasts. Um, Santos Cruz, yeah, he does have something to prove, but um, I, I can't see that being, if I'm being honest, a, a, a big fight. I think it's just the names that have made them be, be the, the draw, but I can't see that being a big fight. Um I think Brandon Figueroa versus Julio Shega, that's probably a more interesting fight. But again, those are the smaller guys, so people don't always tune in. Um, so, no, really looking forward to the boxing this weekend. So, guys, um, thanks for all the support. Don't forget to support us everywhere online, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Um, Raps on TV is all the same. So, listen, guys, enjoy the boxing this weekend and look forward to catching up with you next week to chop up what went down. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready. We're out of here. He's taking another one. And another one. And now it's up to 